Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a high hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. I'm Joe DeWire. I love a beer, I love a palmy, and that's all the qualifications I need for this episode. I'm here with Henry Bretz, who I believe has a similar CV. Absolutely. I have all the relevant qualifications, but I'd say I work a little harder. If I have a weakness, it's probably sometimes I ask too many questions. Sure, of, sure of, it is, mate. Of pubs. If you have a weakness, sometimes it's saying weird, no context shit on a podcast that throws me. Strength. Uh, talk to me about what this week's episode is about. For those of you who can't read the title of an episode, we are going to give you Brisbane's top 10 pubs to finally arrive as top 10 lists so often do at Brisbane's yeah. best pub. This is hard. This is a special episode. We're going to get straight into it. And a lot of people have submitted answers. Thank you very much for that on the Unpacking Brisbane yeah, Instagram. Fantastic uh, effort from all the Unpakistanis. And I do want to say at the outset, there is a lot of regional flavour in which pubs you love. You know, there might be a couple of local ones that are such a classic for you, but really at the end of the day, it has to be a pub that Henry and I have been to. Yeah. Like, like we have to understand this pub. You know, I'm sure the Jindalee Acacia Arms Tavern Hotel has a great kids slide that you can use while you're having your Rogers Dark Ale. But I haven't been. Henry hasn't been. It just can't be a factor for us. It's unpack as it was with the McDonald's, as it was with the burgers. It's unpacking Brisbane's best pubs. We're going to find our best pub in Brisbane. So if you submitted one, and we're going to give a shout out to a few of the pubs that are honourable mentions in a moment. But we are very sorry if there is a, I'm sure, and that's the beauty of a pub. It's the beauty of this list. Everyone would have their own. Everyone would have their own stories, their own comforts, their own connections, and everyone would feel at home at their local pub. So that's what this is. So if there was a pub that you feel has been hard done by, we're sorry, but this is our list. And if you have a problem with it, start your own podcast. All right, Henry. Let's talk about the criteria for what makes a pub one of Brisbane's best. Now, threshold question here. What is a pub? Now, we spoke about this at length, Joe and I, and we were debating yeah. and we were naming examples and saying, oh, well, that's more of a... Like, it's easy to distinguish a nightclub. Yeah. Where it gets a little murky is bar bars yeah. versus pub. We all know that the Met and Black Bear are not pubs. Yeah. But it's hard to define the, why sometimes. The Fox, for example, you know... That is a more borderline call. Um, Hope and Anchor, I would say, is a classic thing where, yeah, I'd call it a bar over a pub, but we were talking back and forth about it and realised there isn't really a handy definition. So what we're going with is the pub test, which is basically, you know it if you see it. It's a quite literal pub test. Yeah. Now, a lot of the time, accommodation is a factor. I understand that. You can't yeah. call yourself a hotel unless you have at least some accommodation. Some people might find that surprising, but you can book a room at the Caxton Hotel or at the Regatta Hotel, or any of the hotels around, Normandy I, Hotel. I looked into this. Mm. I can't find any evidence for that. I just don't think it's true. My dad told me it, <laughs> and, I'm, and that's all I'm going on. after a previous episode, I looked this up. It's not like it's... I don't think you can call like yourself... It's controversial. But I don't think you can call yourself... There's no evidence for this. I don't think you can call yourself the Combsley Hotel. You just can't call yourself a hotel if you don't have you rooms. Can. Well, you're not a hotel. 
I think a lot of what it is is that might have used to have been the case, and so now you have pubs like the Re, which historically were hotels and have retained the name the Royal Exchange Hotel, but don't currently have accommodation. I, li- I would like to look into this. If anyone knows that, I'm sure there is some public and listening. Maybe you can actually get in contact and confirm this with us. That's my theory. That's what my dad told me. And like all, and dad's rarely wrong. No, fuck. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. So we'll see what Particu- we go. Particularly on matters of pubs. That's really where dad's come into this. The man's is a OBGYN. I think he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> when it comes with to the cax. <laughs> with this particular issue. Um, um, but, but yeah, so we, we spoke that. And as Joe mentioned, it's a pub test. A true, literal pub test. Let me throw a few examples at you, Joe. Yep. X, Speed round. Ex-cargo. Bar. Exactly. Prince Consort. Pub. You yeah. don't reckon that's a pub? No, nah, it probably is. It's, I mean, there's a reason it's not on. I think there's a bit of a Don't pub. want to spoil our top 10, but... Uh, uh, sorry to that frog logo. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, LaRouche. That's a nightclub. Easy. Nightclub bar. Yeah. Um, Greaser. Bar. It's called Greaser Bar. Yeah. So I think that... Greaser's not a pub. If you're getting lost yeah. at any point, just ask yourself, does it seem like a pub? Lefties. It's an old-time musical. It's an old-time musical. It's uh, really the only one of its kind. Mm. Um, Hawthorne Cinema. <laughs> Definitely not a pub. Cinema. There's a cinema. Uh, Stafford uh, Family Doctors. Mm. So that's medical practice. That's not a pub at all. <laughs> not a pub at all. Cooper <laughs> Kindergarten. That's a pub. Yeah. So you it's know an ironic you know- <laughs> name. It's an ironic. It's really... Uh, <laughs> that'd be actually cool if you opened a tavern called the Kindy. Yeah, that'd that'd that actually fun. would be pretty fun. Yeah, drop your kids off. Um, oh. Somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then come yeah. to the kindy. This is not kindy. Dad, dad's kindy. Nah, it sounds all... Dad's kindy's weird. Most of the slogans about it would be weird. Um, But yeah, I think at the end of the day, if you have a hot dispute with us, let us know. But broadly speaking, clubs are pretty clear because a dance floor is their main business goal. Bars, you just fucking know it. You just know generally I would say they're smaller. If there's a real like estate a agent there, it's probably a bar. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to go hard and have an actual hard and fast rule, if there's a real estate agent there, it ain't a pub. If it's not unlikely to see someone drinking there at about 11am and that someone is an older male, it's almost certainly a pub. That's a pub, baby. Yeah. Or a park. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> let's get into it. Let's talk about our criteria. We, we've nutted this out. First, piece of criteria we will be assessing the pubs of Brisbane on. Firstly, atmosphere. We understand that that's a very broad term. But but it's probably the most important one because at the end of the day in Brisbane, prices for a beer tend to be about similar. Selection of taps tends to be about similar. Food is reasonably similar. Atmosphere is the X factor. It's the undefinable thing that elevates a pub from, yep, this ticks every box, to, God, what a beautiful place to be and I want to be here more. It's like in the way that Rihanna isn't a very good technically trained singer. But yeah. What, what made her a pop star? Just that little bit of spunk. A little bit of... Absolutely. A little bit of freaky. Yeah, that little bit of fire in her belly. That little bit of ponder replay. We're yeah. looking for the pub de replay in these we're, places. We're looking for, you know, the Anzacs had a bit of atmosphere about that. That's exactly what yeah. we're looking for. If, you, if this pub's got a bit of something... Imagine an Anzac just getting to Gallipoli being like, bit of an atmosphere here, boys. <laughs> yeah, a bit of a vibe. Texting in the group, Trav, that won't exist for another hundred years. Yep. Um, and there's a couple of key indicators of quality atmosphere uh, and the way the atmosphere arises in different ways. Say a classic atmosphere is game day yep. atmosphere. You know, this is Both a sporting town. And post yeah. or during, if you're watching it there. Yeah. What I would actually say that's the toughest is having a good atmosphere while the game is actually going on somewhere else. That's a broad array of sports. Yeah. That can be an AFL final. That can yeah. be like we had the Gallon and Justice Hooney yeah. fight this week. That we say that like that is an atmosphere. I would say a big part of a pub is how do they 
put on main event on Foxtel yeah. that no one else no one else wants to pay How for. How do they stream stand sport? Because I remember <laughs> I remember going to the LA once mm. um, to watch the Super Rugby because uh, I was the other guy in Brisbane who wanted to. Mm. And uh, yeah, they were really struggling to get the TVs going. And, and I, I have some sympathy, but that's part of the atmosphere on a game day. Is you've got to have a steady broadcast. Second part of atmosphere. And keep in mind, we realise that we're not assessing them on the same atmosphere. Like we're not going to come out here yeah. and be like, oh, this pub in the middle of the city isn't good on game day. Yeah, yeah it's oh, probably oh, not. People watch the yeah, games. Oh, and- the Porto has a shit vibe for the ice skating finals out yeah. in Chelmer. Like, yeah. we're not going to say that. This is what we realise the atmosphere. It's almost like the pub is putting their best atmosphere forward and yeah. we'll assess them on them at their yeah, best. This is And so what's another key type of atmosphere? Afternoon beer. Yeah. The chill one. Probably my favourite type of atmosphere to a yeah. For a pub to nail. There's light chatter going yeah. around. Maybe an acoustic musician doing some... Musician. Said, maybe there's an acoustic magician. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... I mean, all acoustic doing musicians spells. are magicians, man. They're seeing the way those fingers fly across the flip. Just, just, just an acoustic magician being like, <laughs> I, I don't have my rabbit in the hat today, but there's a kitten or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like the acoustic magician. Well, there's no electronics. Um, the Arvo beer as well is another key definer of a pub. Yep. If you're a bar, it tends to be a little bit weirder for someone to go there while it's still light. It's dark and dead. If if you're a pub, it's really almost your main business. Uh, the next one would be like dance floor. Is it a yeah. is it a night out pub? Yeah. Is it a pub where you go to almost instead of a club? Yeah. It's, and, and I would part say of a that, good example of that is the Flying Cock, which I don't know if I would have called a pub. Oh, I wouldn't have called it a pub. But, but it's definitely a bar. But that dance floor... And, like, there are there are certain pubs... We won't name them now because, obviously, they're going to be assessed on this. So, not to give anything away. But there are ones that, when they are pumping and there is a playlist yeah, or a band... It's as if it's a club. It's better than a club. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, also, I I think also, a pub dance floor at its best is better than a nightclub. Oh, absolutely. Uh, this also includes karaoke nights and stuff like that. All that. Know, that, that. All of those sort of music-based events. Live music as well. Uh, and final atmosphere. How good is it for a 21st? Yeah, if there's a dad getting up telling a yeah. story that goes on a bit and kind of wanders and at times gets a little little creepy if and weird. If the sound is a dud and they can't turn down the sound in the venue during speeches, if the bar staff seem like shits because they've been made to put on a tab or whatever, uh, those are all factors. Yeah, another atmosphere thing I thought of as well is just like the pub lunch. Yeah, I think is important. I, I the daytime I pub lunch that into Arvo beer. Okay, fair enough. Oh, I think if you're good at an Arvo beer, the lunchtime atmosphere is very, very similar. Sweet. Uh, all right. The next criteria is how iconic is it? And this is really a, an assessment of history and a, a generational assessment of you know has this pub been a big deal in the minds of us people ten years, twenty years, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, you know, a hundred years older in the case of some of Brisbane's most iconic and most classic pubs. Do you get a little warm and fuzzy feeling yeah. when you get there? Or that's is what... it just this corporate new thing that sprung up in the last five years that, yeah, it does a cheap James Squire, but it doesn't have quite the same uh, history and legacy? And I think wood's a big part of that. Oh, definitely. If a, bar, if a pub's missing wood, I don't think it's right. It's got to be really... There's got to be a risk of asbestos at all times. Oh, definitely. It, it should... If you're on an upper level of it, it shouldn't feel entirely safe. You should feel a little nervous on the balcony yeah. of a good pub. Another dimension of that for me is... Uh, I like my iconic pubs to just have one room where there is carpet that reeks of stale cigarettes oh, and beer. And just like nachos. And customer. like someone's yeah. dropped nachos. Yeah. yeah. Just that in, that. in in 1984. And there's still just a stain and of it's saucer. just lingering. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. Location. 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 Lockie. A. Shun. Now, this is quite simple. 
is it easy to get to for the general populace of Brisbane? And we understand that that means that that rules out some pubs. And you might say, well, I live in Manly and I find the Manly Hotel very convenient as a location. We're just saying general vicinity of football stadiums or the majority the CBD or... It doesn't have to be near the city, but it... It helps being in the inner ring because, broadly speaking, that's reasonably accessible or close to very accessible public transport. Yeah. Like, if you're a ferry stop or a train station or a big public transport network, that is a massive assist. Because drunk driving, not cool. Not cool at all. This is an anti- Easy. Easy to drive drunk. Sometimes convenient. Convenient. Yeah. (laughs) Do I do it? (laughs) Absolutely. It's almost... I mean, what's worse, driving drunk or driving dehydrated? No, oh, driving too hard. Oh, I tell you what, driving driving hungry. That's pretty bad. I was driving home pretty hungry the other day, and I was like, "God, I'm more out of it than if I'd have a f- had a few beers." Yeah, that's true. So, so I'd like to see people like putting, like you know, those like goos that people run with in marathons. Yeah, like like <laughs> marathon runners like the in energy their, gels in their yeah. runners. Got have like a gel, like some campaign where out to t- like with your license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like just so if you're ever hungry when you're driving. It's the inverse of an RBT. They great put a straw in your mouth yeah. and insert good. And just put porridge in it. <laughs> Sir Blow here. Yeah, you're clearly hungry. Open wine. And Uncle Toby's oh, quick oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's that Game of Thrones thing where Joffrey makes the guy drink wine, but it's just a fuck ton of porridge. <laughs> Tight ref. Okay. And then and the final thing we'll be assessing the pubs on is a little bit of food and drink. Yeah. Seems obvious. But there are subcategories to the food and yep. drink. Is it affordable? Yeah. Taste and options. Both of food and drink. And especially with drink, especially with beers, how many do they have on taps? Can you go there and get a 4X bitter, but also get a new towner? Yeah, absolutely. I would say I've had this argument with a lot of people over a lot of times. What would you say in a Brisbane pub are the four beers you most commonly expect to see? 4X gold. Yeah. I think number two is James Squire. I was going to say Stone and Wood. Uh, it's it's in my my top four is four X uh, James Squire Stone and Wood and Great Northern. Yeah, I think it is extraordinarily rare to see a pub without those four. I would say maybe the only one you've missed is Two Is New. Ah, oh, but I don't think it. Or Heineken. I think Heineken. Yeah, you, but Heineken, then you get into Peroni territory. Like, like there is often a fifth European beer or an Asahi on tap or something. But I think those four. So when I think about your beer selection, I'm sort of thinking, what do you have to offer me outside of that? Okay. Like, like can I get, you know, a Bolter Captain Sensible or, as you say, a, a 4X bitter? Like, it doesn't have to be an expensive beer. Um, I think Bol- I think it's pretty hard to find a place that doesn't have Bolter now, just to speak to the yeah. success of that beer. Yeah, that's true. And how widespread it's become. It's, it's hard to find a place where you can't get a Bolter, I would say. Yeah. I mean, especially in, like, surf clubs and stuff like that. But Not, yeah. not what we're assessing. No. Oh, that's another dimension. Surf clubs and RSLs sort of ruled out for me. Different thing. Their 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 core business is not a pub. Yeah, a lot of people wrote in and said Merthyr Bowls Club. Yeah, and and it's stuff like club. that, which I agree are. Absolutely. I love, and it's amazing for an Arvo beer. I really like the food. The price is great. It's just not a pub. And we're not and like don't write it and say Green Beacon. Yeah, like craft fucking bre- craft breweries aren't getting into no, this. That's that's, that's a bar for yeah. me. Craft brewery, you know. Well, I think it's its own thing. I, I think it's. I don't even think of it as a bar. I don't, I just think yeah, it's it's a, it's a brewery. brewery. Yeah, it's a brewery. You know. Um, it's so, like a cellar door is not a bar. It's its own thing. No. So let's now, mate, before we get into our list, and we've got down to 10, and it's yep. very difficult to narrow it down to 10, let's go through some omissions and some dishonourable mentions. I can't wait. So we'll start We'll start with the honourable mentions. Yeah. And we're just going to slam Slash through omissions. Yeah. So these, these are the honourable mentions. Yep. Joe, take it away. 
Hamo Hotel. Hamilton, iconic, classic pub. Uh, didn't do quite enough to get in there, but certainly worthy of a mention. The Edinburgh Castle Hotel, a lot of people wrote in. Um, that's a fun one. I've actually never been, yep, never been there myself, but it looks like it is a beacon in what I have said many times is the worst place yep. on earth, Chermside. Whereas I quite like Chermside, but also haven't been to the Edinburgh Castle. I think if I lived around there, I'd go more. I have been to the Edinburgh Castle, though. So. Oh, so have I, yeah. And that God, was great. If, God, if that doesn't betray the yeah. fucking toffee nature of this podcast, the fact we've been to the Edinburgh Castle, but not the Edinburgh Castle. Well, I haven't been to the pub, but I have been to the place it was <laughs> oh, named I've actually after. been to the Green Beacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Gatsby. Charming. Um, the Alex Hills Hotel. Don't know anything about it. By virtue of being alive, it's obvious that neither of us have been there. Hey. <laughs> um, now, my, my cousin goes there a bit, says he, we, we had an Uber driver. East, who, east south side? Um, well, like you're getting out towards Redcliffe. Red ah, right. Cleveland way. It's pretty far. Um, but we had an Uber driver recently who used to be a security guard at the nightclub thing under Alex Hills. Oh. Weird felt, um, yeah. but said, you know, spoke highly of it. So we thought we'd get it on there as an iconic part of town for that bit. Good. One that we heard a lot about here, Joey. Yeah. Manly Hotel. A few people wrote in. I have heard that it's great. We really should go there. I reckon if we went there, we'd love it. Henry and I just have not been. And it felt wrong to put Um, it on the list. In fact, the Mangroves, we're loosely trying to get a gig there. I think it'd be a great place to play on an afternoon, but we couldn't lie to ourselves. Uh, The Port (sighs) Office. Yeah. A fairly substantial omission. Um, Look, it's in the city. It's very convenient. It's probably lacking... Just, it's not classic enough to me. It's lacking a tiny bit of charm. It's a little, and it, and it has charm. It's a little bit too close to a quite a nice bar. I also think it's, it's more of a pub than the other Eagle Street places. But yeah, you're right. It's just they've ticked every box, but it's lacking a tiny little bit of heart. Its main entertaining area and its main bar is a little bit too small and Agreed. a little bit heartless. They could, yeah. I, I reckon, they could be a few bits of sports memorabilia on the wall. I agree. Away from maybe getting there, but the, again, it really the does just cater. Is this weird little like glass tube? It's too much of just a corporate, yeah. like Eagle Street bar, and it, and it, it and, it's, and we really people, it really came close to get there because it's a great. I love great it. I've pub. had some great times there, and if it's the afternoon in the city and I want a pub, you know, that'd be my first destination, but. It's just got to be acknowledged, like, the city is not where you go for classic pubs no. at all. So that didn't get there. This one's notable omission as well, the boundary. In we West di- End. In West yeah. End. We did not put it in. Um, I think post-renovation, it's become a little too metropolitan. It's got a case. I think. It's got I think, a case of the paddos, I don't know not if it's quite a, as bad. I don't know if it's a beer garden up there um, in that, like, new space. It really does fall into trendy bar territory, yeah. but a lot of trendy bars that have sort of been stapled together. It's sort of a Frankenstein pub at the moment. I, I agree. Upstairs, very trendy bar. I still think it's downstairs front bar is exceptional. I do like it, yeah. And it's and the unfortunate thing about most places that get renoed and get an update is their beer tap selection becomes insane. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, most pubs I'm just happy to get a 4X gold. Is so. there something about the boundary? Like if like, The front I, bar is great, but it's also got a case of the portos. It's a really, really small front bar mingling area. Yeah. And then just some random bigger area that no one wants to hang out in. And I think about it like I see Technicolor in my mind. Like I think it became almost too colourful. Like there's colourful umbrellas. There's always like Wait, you're really thinking of the upstairs. I'm really thinking I'd say the front downstairs to a fault is just white and green. Oh my I don't know. I feel like there's always even walking around there is like Technicolored lights playing. I feel like I'm at a cold really? play concert. There are times where I feel like it's huh? super colourful. 
I think I'm Maybe colored. I've just been like Yeah what Tripping out of my mind <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm coloured by the fact I went there for an Arvo beer Probably about a month ago And it was fantastic Okay But also it was This is not to say I haven't had a good time no, no. I think it's a great pub um, But I also just think It's a reflection I think part of the Boundaries reputation Gets pumped up by the fact There's basically no other pubs In West End I think so too Like I'm happy to say The Boundaries is the best pub In West End Because it's the fucking only one Yeah um, the Speaking last... of the best pub In Balimba Oxford 152. Yeah. Didn't get there. Great place to watch a fight. Uh, obviously, services a large part of the East kind of south a screened, side. A screened fight. Not not just like two guys fighting. Oh, no. no. Probably also that. So, I mean, imagine it'll be Sunday good. night. But. Um, it's great. It's It can really light up Oxford Street. You can go there. Kebab shop straight across the road from it, which mm. I think is good and very accessible from the ferry and really, really good food. Yep. It's, it's, you can get great meals there. My final honourable mention, no longer a pub that was open, but it was big in the 80s, Court Jester, because apparently everyone nicknamed it the Court Molester. And I just hate that we don't nickname our pubs like that anymore. Yeah, that's just funny. There yeah. are great pubs we lost. And yeah, I mean, the just the whiskey a go-go inquiry being yeah, back today. Week, the inquest, you do have to say, geez, like, I mean, that was a nightclub, admittedly, but you think of some of the great pubs. <laughs> we intentionally excluded it, yeah. Pubs and all clubs that we have lost along the way, and we give honourable mentions to those. But, mate, before we get into the list, and we're about to get there, should we say a dishonourable mention? Let's ruffle, will, the, let's ruffle some This will rock some people. This is dishonourable. Not only is it not in the top ten, it's nowhere near the top ten. The Paddo. What if, a dud. If you listen to what our... flop. If you listen to our Paddington 2 episode a couple of weeks back, you'll know how we feel about this. We're not going to go into it again. A lot of people wrote in and put forward the Paddo as their favourite pub. We respect that. But quite frankly, I think you have a memory of it that is no longer true. I agree. It is no longer consistent with reality. During COVID, it was the single toughest place to check in and sign into. like They made you jump through so many more hoops. It, was, it is easier to immigrate to Australia Literally. than getting into that apartment. And once you're in there, that's not that good. No. Now, having said that, I'll still go to the Paddo a lot, and we still have gone to the Paddo a lot, but let's not get your most common pub or the pub you go to the most confused with the best. And it's iconic. like that. It hits yeah, that criteria. Where it falls over is a few things. It is not affordable. No, it is five or six dollars no. more expensive than the going market rate. The food is not good. No, each of us have had recently on separate occasions a bad bit of food there. The beer options are very good, but at the end of the day, it has destroyed its atmosphere yeah. with a domestic it's airport so terminal bar renovation. It is now a monolith, and it doesn't work. And people came in and said in support of it, "Oh, it's got the comedy club downstairs. There's the stadium nearby." None of that. that. Yeah, we're not doing not an episode factors, about the mate. best comedy clubs. No. This is about the pub as it stands at ticking pub criteria. And I'm sorry to the Paddo, but it just hasn't made it. No. And it can change. They can reverse that renovation, which I imagine would be an expensive exercise. I think it would be tough, but who so, knows. So with that out of the way, with the negativity out of the way, let's get into the 10 best pubs in Brisbane. And Henry, much like the Burgers and McDonald's episode... We have organised specific stings. So are we ready to discuss number 10? To infinity and the pub. What? We've got the song that's like that. Oh, yeah. Number 10. In, In the name of pubs. One more in the name of pubs. 
The Pineapple Hotel coming in, just sneaking into the top 10. This is an iconic little slice of close to the Gabba life. Uh, I really love the pineapple. I've got a whopping soft spot for it. Can't say I've ever had food there, um, but Henry and I were once there and uh, chatted to this guy who thought he'd been spiked. Oh, that was cooked. Uh, we spoke to him for like an hour, um, sort of calmed him down, tried to get him. We ordered him an ambulance. I and- think we, we, we ordered if We got out of our, our ambulance app and ordered him an ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bit of a surge, so we waited for what a bit. say? Called an ambulance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> ordered. <laughs> I ordered the police here. To try to, They're to, try on to like get through to young people about the seriousness <laughs> of health. They're like, hey, guys, what are your... Scan the QR code what on the your table. Mate, just to check the ambulance menu. <laughs> Good mates, order the other mates an ambulance. <laughs> um, and then after this dude, turns out I think if he had been spiked, it was... Well, he started by being like, guys, I've taken some drugs and I'm freaking out. And then he was like, I don't know what I took. And it turns out he was spiked. Then it turns out I just think he was like a bit drunk and not having a great night because he, he didn't seem unwell. I think once we called the ambulance, his condition markedly yep. improved. I, and, I think uh, he, he was like, I think oh. he was a little bit embarrassed when the ambulance got there. Yeah. But Henry and I then walked back into the pineapple after probably about forty-five minutes, and, and you know, quite visibly helping this guy out. And the staff, we made sure to do it in front of the glass. Yeah. So oh, everyone, could, yeah. we were in a you know big group of like forty odd people for Caitlin's birthday, I think. Um, so everyone saw these two good Samaritans, and crucially, the bartender saw because we walked back in and they go. Hey, boys, next pint, whatever you want on us. Thanks for that. Yeah. And that's and, why you should do good things yeah. in your life. And I got Henry and I two cricketers' arms, summer rails, and they hadn't cleaned the taps, and they were fucking undrinkable. Yeah. Terrible. Every other beer was great. Speaking but, of cricketers' <laughs> arms, though, yeah. that's what does it for me. This Absolutely. is the Pineapple Hotel is the, oh, it's the lunch break at the Ashes. We got a little bit. We got a little while. We got an hour or so. We're a little bit sick of Iron Jack, and we don't. Let's try and get another beer. Yeah, we don't want to keep drinking in the stadium. It's the go-to. The atmosphere on the at the Pineapple Hotel on a cricket day, and I don't go to a lot of AFL, but I imagine on an AFL day after or before or during a game. To be honest, they're fucking long games. You could probably pop off and only miss about you know a little bit of the AFL. You could go down. They're like, oh, it's the fastest moving game ever. Yeah, but like the score is at minimum, you know, 70, 60. I'm and not going to miss that. Things much. that are fast moving are still long if they go for two and a half yeah. hours. Like the, the pace in the game is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like internally like, fast. Yeah, if I spend a day watching the 100 metre heats, yeah, it's fast. Yeah. But I've spent a day <laughs> watching still lost it. a day of a lot. Um, but I'll tell you where I'd want to spend a day is the Pineapple Hotel. I also, on food, my grandparents who live at the Sunshine Coast come down religiously every month to have lunch with their friends at the Pineapple Hotel because they reckon the food is just that good. It's got a great lunch. Apparently it's amazing. Well, right? well me and a few mates like first few years out of uni would go to the Pineapple oh, as well good. and have it's on and your side of town. Really good food, really big dining room with a big ceiling. The great. noise goes up, the laughter spreads. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. a great place. A uh, classic place uh, and is our number 10. To infinity and the pub. All right. In, In the name, name of pubs. One more in the name of pubs. Number nine, home of the best steak in Brisbane. And the worst vegetarian restaurant. It's the worst vegetarian restaurant. Bloody vegetarian restaurant. It's right? the Norman Hotel. Yeah. Not not more than a stone's throw away from the pineapple, but it's really your two choices yeah. at uh, halftime at the Gabba, Piney or the Normie. This, I would say, is the pub you go to if you're not that concerned about getting back in 100%. time for the sport that's it's, about to resume. The walk to it, I think, is twice as long as you think. It's so much further than the you The Gabba think. lunchtime, 
we like left at the interval and oh. we we just about got to the Norman when the next session was starting. Yeah. It, it took us about 40 minutes to get out of the stadium and walk there. Well, yeah, it's crowded and then it's yeah. you're going down that hot road. I think it's Ipswich Road or mm. you are going down like it's steamy, it's industrial and yeah, it's actually quite hard to get to. It's about but a then like away. an oasis. Yeah. You know, it comes this classic Queenslander looking big gardeny thing, great aircon. Yeah. Um, I, I love the Norman and they're not kidding when they say the best it, the food there is extraordinarily good and there is another pub we know we'll address but that says that kind of gets the rep of having the best steak in Brisbane yeah they're wrong they're wrong the Norman is the best steak in Brisbane I will go to fight anyone who says otherwise and this is the other thing about it it's the, the Norman was the first to be innovative in COVID, I think, because they were the ones yeah. who started doing those take-home packs. So they were doing these incredible, like, four steaks. They'd make the sauce up for you and have it in transportable containers. You get their iconic rolls get the, in separately wrapped oh, packets. Um, their potato. What is, is there a name for the baked potato with the bacon in it? Or is that just the... Probably is name, but you just get the baked potato. But yeah, yeah, yeah. the baked potato or something. Um, yeah, yeah. but it Sorry is it is really really good. Um, I think, yeah, I think the Norman on the atmosphere front maybe a little bit served by sport. I don't think on a day to day you go to the Norman you get no, the actually, same pumping. I actually totally disagree. Oh, okay. I think the Norman is a great place to drink alone. Oh, which I only know because in 2017 when the Goldie promotion was raging when the Ashes were here, um. Goldies were these little, like, cricket hats with the 4X Gold logo on them. But for a while, you could only get them if you, like, won at a pub or bought a specially marked whatever. Anyway, I heard that the Norman had a whole bunch of spare ones. So I finished uni for the day at, like, one. And I drove to the Norman. And I was like, hey, what do I have to buy to get a Goldie? The guy was like, oh, just a pint of 4X Gold. And I was like, oh, you're serious? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, so if I bought three pints, got three Goldies, I was like, yeah, mate. So I bought three pints of 4X Gold and I was like, great, I've got my Goldies. No need for me to drink. You know, I've got my car. I'm, you know, I'm still on my piece and stuff. That's fine. But as soon as I sat down with my three pints of 4X Gold, I was like, oh, yeah, I could, yeah, I could put away a few of these. So I sat there alone for dead set two hours just drinking these. And then I went and got in my car and waited to sober up with my three Goldies. And the atmosphere was phenomenal. I, I, like, didn't, I didn't feel remotely awkward. It was great. <laughs> I like to think of that story like as you finished each pint, you put the Goldie on your head. Yeah. And you were I was wearing, wearing at least one of them out, if not two. I remember that. It was a great period of time in Brisbane oh, where it was just like you either had to go buy a case. There's the number of people walking around with cases they didn't want. Because yeah. I think I had, to, I had to buy four pints somewhere. The the rules for how to get it were wildly inconsistent. Oh, there was absolutely yeah. no rule. Yeah, the rule of law I was just, completely... I think I read like a comment on Facebook saying, hey, the Normans basically giving them away. Because I, I don't think Forex dictated how they wanted no, their gold. Because no, no, no. Forex were like, if you buy a case of Forex gold during this yeah. summer of cricket, we'll give you a gold. Send us a code. Mm. And that was my problem with the oh, promotion. Yeah. Oh, mine is, got sent to me. Yeah, no, same. I got to ended up getting a goldie mailed to me, but my thing was, I think you were ahead of me, and I was like, "Geez, I just really want to get my hands on a goldie." Is you were getting a, big FOMO of not yeah, wearing. Hundred percent. I was like, "Is there a pub where I could just go and get it today?" And that pub was the Norman. At some point, don't Forex Gold should just sell goldies. 
for like 40 bucks. 30, 40 the, stop making this fucking ridiculous. Buy a case. And then, the, but then they bear like, the postage costs. They should have looked at their finances of that <laughs> summer and been like, geez, we had a lot of people at the Norman buying, like a lot of uni students buying just three pints and uh, oh, and people sold cases. Just noticing that their like uptick in sales yeah. was in every way a criteria of getting a Goldie. Just have a shop and Cut sell out the middleman. Even that, just give up on beer. People love the <laughs> hat. Just sell the merch. Turn the brewery into just a shop. I have in my room right now. Oh, that bucket hat, which I also got from the Norman. Oh, what? Remember at the Gabba? Oh, they were giving the best. Yeah, so the day. Norman had another promotion where if you got a jug of gold, you got like a scratchy ticket or whatever. Um, and I got a Forex Gold bucket hat. Yeah, amazing. And on one of our criteria, we, we said, is it good to host a 21st? But also in that, an 18th. And Ben Cunningham had his 18th. Oh, really? And that was a beautiful 18th. Great dance floor, emotional speeches, a really good one. So I think they have quite a good atmosphere for a 21st because it's formal enough, but still a bit down and dirty. Wonderful. Now we will look at number eight, Henry. I had to come here and warn you, Harry. People die at the Normanby. In, In the, the name of pubs. The Story Bridge Hotel coming in at number eight. The never-ending story bridge. bridge hotel because you're having a Now, I'll say night. this is one of those pubs that is probably up there with everyone's seen it, everyone's driven past it. I don't know if everyone's been in there. We unpacked it pretty heavily on Kangaroo Point. You've heard my problems with their butter chicken and a beer meal deal, yeah. which just doesn't never sits well in the stomach. It's not yeah. two things that naturally go together. I, I got to confess, I don't love the atmosphere of the Story Bridge. I don't, I don't love the prices. I don't love the drinks. But, oh, my God, it's iconic. It, it's in a phenomenal location. It's you literally iconic. see it driving over the most iconic yeah. part of the city. I'm, the I'm, I'd always be happy to have one or two beers there. You'd struggle compared to some of these other pubs to really get me to settle in. I've, I've had a couple of, I think I had a catch up with Nova people there. Um, oh, kick-ons after QIL reviews that have gone um, there. And Q, QIL into good review is the only reason I've loved it and I think been there. Let me ask you this. I just think it's because we don't do more things in Kangaroo Point. The, yeah, I think so too. And the fact that it is, yeah, resting upon the pillar oh, of the story incredible. bridge. It, it can't get... It's it's like having a, a pizza restaurant in the Coliseum yeah. in Rome. Mamma it's, man. You know, it's, yeah. it's that level. But I think that... And these are things that I haven't really partaken in. I think Story Bridge Hotel, even more so than its location being iconic, gets a little leg up on Icon because it's got the cockroach races on Australia Day and it's got the two up on Anzac Day. And my understanding is that the Story Bridge Hotel, just by virtue of the fact that on the current radio show I work on, we it was always Richard Deary, who's the owner of the Story Bridge Hotel, right. who is sort of seen as, I think, one of the mo- most senior and influential publicans in the city, even outside of the scope of Story Bridge. So, but it, and that's sort of their flagship hotel and venue. So I think... Like you see videos of the two up and the cockroach races yep. happening there, and it looks like a fucking scene. It, it's yeah, it's, it looks like the set of a film where they're trying to be like, you know, it's Aussie a, pub. It's an Aussie pub. It's this is yeah. we're trying to get across that this. We is what put it is. another shrimp on the barbie. Mm. Close up, two up. A dusty Australian man wipes the sweat off a beer before drinking his sweat beer. Starring the guy from Rush. It's <laughs> pub wars. Damon Herriman. Whatever his name is. Coming straight to ABC iView. Um, but yeah, very iconic. Um, and I'll give you that. Yeah. It does. It it absolutely has its moments. I can say as well that the pizza is very good. That's good. 
I've ever been Food's through. Food's good. So I'm going to say, and I think, yeah, on the right time, on the right Friday night, that outdoor area at the yeah. Storybridge Hotel can have a real Great outdoor area. fucking buzz about it. And on top of that, when you're getting tipsy and you put a few back, you can look up and see Absolutely. the Story Bridge and the river. It's iconic. So right, All right, should we take a look at number seven? You're a pub, Harry. In, In the name of pubs. The Breakfast Creek Hotel. Just increasingly smooth. <laughs> Segways between. Wow. We just really want to make it clear when we're not talking about different pubs. <laughs> yeah, coming in at number seven is the Brecky Creek Hotel. I've got to go hardline here. They're lucky to be there. Wow. Brecky Creek has... The food's nowhere near as bad as the paddle, objectively. No. But in terms of reputation v the quality of food, if you're going to hinge basically your entire reputation on the idea that you cook a great steak and you make the best steak in Brisbane, then when I ask for medium rare, don't give me a fucking well done steak. Regular, I'm serious. Yeah, regular listeners of the show know we've, we've again... Huge beef. We've aired this out. Huge beef, so to speak. Yeah. Huge overcooked beef overcooked with beef. this place. And I know why it's overcooked because clearly they cook it roughly in batches and they would cook it to medium rare, but then it would be sitting under the lights for 10 minutes and the temperature will just come up to well done. Like, like I understand it. So just get the rest of the plate ready. And when it's like, shit, service, it needs to be out now, cook it. A steak takes two minutes. And you might be thinking, oh, you guys have docked the Brecky Creek few spots on the list because you had personal bad experiences there. Keep in mind, it's not just the place where... We thought the steaks were underwhelming, but it was the place where Joe and Jack fed me 96% alcohol rum before yeah. my first dinner with my girlfriend. Super my inappropriate. New girlfriend that at the um, time's dad. Now, pretty awesome of the bar staff, but also comically inappropriate. Yeah. We went up and were like, oh, we're basically spiking our mate. And they were like, that's hilarious. Yeah, you should well, have this rum. Get involved. Like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, if the RSA police are listening to this, which I think I don't think they, I think it's an empowered body. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure if they have their own yeah. special branch. I think they're the guys who went after the friendly Geordies producer. Yeah. It's just an elite uh, unit. Um, what it does absolutely have going for it is um drink the yeah. four X off the wood. Four X off the wood. As Unfortunately, drink not and iconic during COVID. Um, no, no, they had to be fine. That was why. I don't know, bro. Like, I assume four X's production ramped. I guess Forex's production ramped down. May also like maybe it's just super hard, and they would like let's just stop this for a bit and blow yeah. Like if we're only going to be operating at fifty percent capacity, I don't imagine it's like oh the secret ingredient is for the brewer to cough on it and use the skin of their hands without gloves to put it into (laughs) the keg. They say that's like you know COVID has affected everything. It's been such a major part of our lives. I'm like this actually is an area where I didn't think it would affect. I truly don't understand why the packaging of beverages. Was affected by the <laughs> pandemic in this way. Um, but God, that yeah, it's the only place outside of the Forex factory where you can get a Forex on the wood and really any beer on the wood. Um, and this and this gets brought up a lot of it's off the wood. I, I, I don't know about you and I don't know if it's a placebo. I, I think it tastes better. I think it tastes I, much better. I, I do think you can taste the difference. I'm pretty... Uh, and I'm sure that that is like a genuine reason. Like yeah. I, I don't think... Like it's not like you know, where a certain beer is just like more expensive and it's like, that's placebo. But like there is a market difference in the way it's prepared and given to you. Um, I don't, I don't love the fit out at like the Brecky Creek. Like see, I, see, I do. Oh, I was really? going to, I was going to come and say, I love the look at it. Like standing back on the grass that they have out there where famously Illy played uh, for a Nova that's event. True. And we, uh, we would stand at that. I think that look of the 4X logo built onto the sort of slow. Oh, I'd say for actually it's externally wonderful. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, you're, you're talking about the internal. Yeah. yeah, I mean. There's good bits of bad. The Spanish garden I, idea is weird. I don't understand that Spanish restaurant Spanish at all. Ga- yeah. <laughs> well, the Spanish restaurant just serves steak as well. Yeah. It's not a different menu. Yeah, you're just, not going there for a paella. No, no. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if they actually, did I'm sure, you can get, I'm sure you can get a paella there. I don't want to take yeah, that away from yeah, the Brandy yeah, Creek. Yeah. It also sometimes feels weird that you can't get brekkie there. <laughs> That's all I'll say. It's a good point. Why is it? They're all the well, yeah, the word breakfast the is in the title yeah. of your in your pub. I'd love to get a muffin. Yeah. Yeah. If we I, were a show called Unpacking Brisbane, and we're like, oh, actually, we unpack boxes. Yeah, it just happens to be in Brisbane. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. technology unpacking show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a it's a box unboxing thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think. Yeah, people might be shocked to find it at seven. I know it is very iconic. I happen yeah. to like the location in terms of. Oh, I love I, I the think, location. I think the creek, even though it's a bit of a dank creek, no, I it's think great. it's really interesting and, in that and aspect. It's, it's really, really close to the city in the valley by virtue of the ICB. Yeah. I love the location because it's super. It, it, you know, that's where it edges out, for example, the Hamilton Hotel, which is, you know, a similar location, but it's just a little bit further. Um, no, look, I. I if you asked me to go get a beer there tomorrow, I'd be there with bells on. If you said, let's go to dinner, I'd say, no, nah, let's get a bowl of chips and go somewhere else. It's also got the iconic um, plates yeah. that it gives to Greg. Oh, the, they, Alfie Langer has, like, it's a plate actually, with yeah, the my, name. So, like, celebrities of Brisbane sign right. a plate and it's hung up on the my wall. So, Darren, Darren Lockyer, Alfie Langer, there's a lot of, just, like, Chris Lynn has one. So my fit-out issue is more with the rum bar. Okay. You're right. That little inside plates, beer, off the wood area is phenomenal. I think that is that is yeah. a truly nostalgic bit of Queensland in there, and it's um it's great for I think it's great for a pub lunch, Absolutely. even if the lunch itself doesn't live up to the reputation that they themselves have put out. There. Yeah, okay. if they didn't pretend to have that reputation, it actually wouldn't. Believe if at no point much. someone yeah. had said, "Ah, oh, it's got the best steak," it's like sixty bucks, but I promise it's worth it, and yeah. then they come out with essentially a risole, yeah. then <laughs> I wouldn't be as mad about yeah, this. it. Was okay, <laughs> shall we uh, get into number six? Arr, where's the pub? Jack Sparrow. In the name of pubs. You never get sick of it. Number six, the Vic. The Victory Hotel in Brisbane City. Ah. It's grimy. It's dirty. The floors are as sticky as they come. It's got that weird layout where it's sort of elevated above the bar. It's you're kind cr- of dangerous. You're, cr- it's, you're it's genuinely suspicious. The upstairs is There's an ironically fancy looking inside area and a fucking trashy outside. But I'll tell you what about the Vic. It's authentic. And it fought back because they had an awful yeah. fire that burnt that place to yeah. the ground. They like got a ticker. F- like a phoenix in a dank mini skirt. Hell it yeah. It came from the ashes. Oh, yeah. And the Vic can play a lot of different atmospheres. They can play nightclub better upstairs, than most nightclubs Upstairs can. is a nightclub. Yeah. I've had one of the wilder nights up there yeah. um, for, for a staff party. Front bar... Maybe not the best in the world, but you can just get a bit of an honest beer there. Like after the miscreants mm. that one time, like, you know, you, you can have an honest beer there till 2 a.m. And then that beer garden outside can be a little bit of everything. It is. And, with like, and the DJ, the DJ in that beer garden is unlike any other pub in Brisbane in amongst the action. Yeah. It's really yeah. like. And it reads the crowd yeah. real well. Oh, like, the Vic has a great sense of community. I've never been to the Vic and felt like the bartenders are like annoyed by me or anything. Like mm. it's just a sense of everyone at the Vic is pitching in and going, we know it's kind of grimy. We know it's not ideal in areas, but that's why you love it. And that's why you're here. And that's why we love it. You know what I think kind of is the microcosm of the success of the victory. It's always the third or fourth stop on a pub crawl. Yeah. For sure. And I think it's, 
the fuel in the engine. I think that is where the night goes from. We're having fun. We're on a pub call with and our we're friends chatting too. A lot. We're, we're talking. Yeah, about. I think that's where it goes from conversation to dancing. You'd yep. struggle to find a place where dancing kicks off quicker, yep. where plastic cups are abound yeah. with VCRs. Well, I was going to say. Dirt cheap drinks. Dirt cheap. Prices on the floor drinks, which suckers people in to getting the cocktails, the VCRs, you know, mm. the Long Island iced teas and stuff. And that's where the night really rips off on a pub crawl. And I think it had what the Newey and even the Paddo had recently, which is it for a while became the place for 19-year-olds. Yeah. You drive up. Like I dropped my sister Alice there a few times and the line would just be just a snake just slithering its way I, back I'm through I'm proud the of roughly my generation or probably more accurately the year younger than me for being you know at the forefront of the resurgence of the pub mm. as the place to go out to I, I partly th- enforced by covid now that i said now that I'll, now that we're diving into it and thinking about it i love the vic i i actually think yeah. that, like it's it's been kind of hurt here to not get in the top five pubs it's a really iconic i think i think everything ahead of it bar maybe the next one um is pretty yeah non-contentious uncontentious but i, I love the vic Probably its its biggest drawback is it's very hard to have a relaxed beer there. Like you, it's you a part can, but it's it's pretty full on. It's got an edge to it. I yeah, would say. yeah. Um, that's another huge thing about the Vic that's going for me. You know, I'm I'm a mouthy, thin, tall, white guy with spectacles. If Brisbane pubs are more dangerous, I'd be dead by now. Yeah, I would have talked back to the wrong person. Having said that. It is annoying sometimes how little edge places have. Mm. Like I don't need there to be violence, but just you know, a little bit of air of like I think, something yeah, happened you're right. here. I think, and the Vic still seems a little bit dangerous. I think it has that in space. Which I love. Yeah. yeah, danger. Should we do number five, mate? Let's do it. I might be a beast, and you might be a beauty, but we both love a beer. Beauty and the beast and beer. In, in the, the name of pubs. Seamless. Number five, Henry Brett's is the Brunswick Hotel. Fuck yeah. We had to get this in. The Brun. Now, this is the soft said, spot of all soft spots. It's a soft spot. And it's it's a little bit nepotism, but it's deserved. And that's not to say it's not a great pub in itself. It's on Brunswick Street. Yep. It's in New Farm. It is so about... 20 metres away from close to the best view in Brisbane, which is the view of the Story Bridge from the New Farm Cliffs. The location of the Brunswick is phenomenal. You can walk to the valley very easily, walk back into New Farm, walk down to Felons and stuff like that. I think the Brun just gets a bad rap. Like, not enough people go there, not enough people, you know, really find out what it's about. But, you know, I I had, like, you know, my 21st drinks there. Like, Mm. I, I love the Brun and it has such a place in our hearts yeah, uh, it's got a great twenty first energy. Yeah. I think that a lot of people have a great twenty first there and love it. It's that perfect balance in my mind between it's close enough to the valley yeah. that it can still be a bit of a kick on, still be a bit of the either the like the calming down of a night where you still want a few more beers or the night's beginning to yeah. kick off and you go out for them. It's still got that, but then it's also close enough to very youth populated suburbs like Newstead and New Farm yep. and Tenerife and then even like most little parts of the city if you're in an apartment where it can still be the local, but it can still, it's the gateway into, because no one's local ideally is the trans or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, or like, like Porto or something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like this is somewhere where it can be an authentic local. It has Dead set. all the hallmarks of a local. Oh, if we lived within one and a half Ks of it, mate, you'd see us there every And by local, night. I mean 
dirt cheap food yeah. and a killer lunch menu. Um, it's, the it's, food at the Brun is extraordinarily great. Good. Garlic bread. Um, the garlic bread is like life affirming, and their monthly special of like. It'll just be like a pint of Forex yeah. dry this, for like five bucks. This was a big thing for me. I think pound for pound, the Brun, you can get a cheaper beer there than anywhere else in Brisbane if it's the one they have on special. Yeah. Like it's fu- like literal $5 pints. Yeah. Casually they do $4 schooners of like a northern and stuff. Unheard of. It's illegal. You know, when you say you can, you can wind down there or wind up, like Henry and I back, uh, you know, 2017, 18, would occasionally, you know, maybe around 11 p.m. or, or if we were out in the valley link up at the Brun because they're open until about 3.30, 4am and we'd watch the cricket because when Australia was playing in South Africa and stuff, mm. it'd be, they'd be showing it, the time difference at work. I remember leaving the Brun at, you know, 2am, not even that drunk, just sort of had a couple of cool down beers, watched the cricket for two hours and went home. That's another thing you've just picked up on. I don't reckon there's that many pubs where you could stay later than the Brun. They no. are very relaxed with their closing times. Incredibly late. Like, they kind of sometimes, can, sometimes you we've been there until like four fifteen. I was going to say, I think technically, because of the games room shutting at five a.m., like no matter what time they're meant to stop serving beers, I think we've been there till like four fifteen a.m. They they push it. A bit. It's literally it's 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 kick-ons in pub form. It is an amazing place to be in the afternoon, uh, and I know this isn't strictly a factor, but great BWS attached to it. That's great. That. If you're kicking on to a house party or something, perfect. And then, I, the, I just I love the brun. Talking about it now, I want to go to the brun like now. Yeah, and we've spoken about this before. I want to be recording this episode of the brun. I'd love to do an OB at the brun. Oh, but fuck it, yeah. it has in its like main bar area. Yeah. It also <laughs> has this living room set up. So some of, some of the things I've seen in it, I've seen a man sit there at nine p.m. and read the paper and yeah. order a steak by himself in a suit and go home. I've seen a commune of about fifteen acoustic guitar players yeah. meet in there on a and Saturday. a couple of ukuleles as well. A few ukuleles. Lilies get in there and just sing songs loudly and no one had a problem with it. Yep. You get trivia. I think it's got some of the best trivia. Yeah, it has a very it has a Harry's trivia. Huge trivia scene there, which I think is a big hallmark of the local pub. Yeah. yeah, it's basically, it's in the top five because it's the best example of a local that can still push on to be bigger and better than it has any right to be. It has stand-up. Yeah, there's stand-up there. It's, it's great stuff. Yeah. Oh, that was a terrible gig. But we, great photos. I don't, I don't think they did more good. Yeah, actually. I don't think they ever did stand-up again, right? Well, they didn't have a stage or a light. It was, right. the, it was the, I don't, there was a microphone yeah. plugged into a PA. They have a better setup for a twenty-person ukulele chorus. Than they <laughs> yeah. are. But I, I love it. literally talking and thinking about the Brun. I'm like, God, I just want to go now. Yeah, I love is, the Brun so it's, much. It's just such a beautiful home. And if you haven't gone there, please go and discover it with a friend. Let's do number four. I'm just a girl standing here asking a guy to take me to the caco. In, in the, the name of pubs. Number four, the Royal Exchange Hotel, commonly known as the Re. All the RE. Yeah, what are you? Re. No, I'm Re. I've heard people call it th- Re. It's I th- weird. think it's generational. I like before I was in on the lexicon of pubs, I feel like it was, I just got nervous in a conversation at uni when I was trying to make friends, like first week of yeah, uni. Yeah. That's when I was first getting to become mates with Ollie. Like I was talking to like Ollie and like Ferg Halliday or something. Yeah. And I was like, apparently it's a bit of a scene at the Royal Exchange on a Wednesday. <laughs> and Ollie was like, I just fucked it. Uh, and like had a brain fart. And Ollie was also, like, the, like the sign out the front says the re. Like, yeah. it's- <laughs> no, no. And I think Ollie was like, do you mean the re, mate? And I was like, maybe I do. If I'm you were such a fuck if you're on, man. If you're on abbreviation basis with it, I like to show some respect. Yeah. Now the re is really, uh, it's two pubs in one. 
On a Wednesday night, on a student night, it is a grimy, trashy student bar, really one of the last of its kind, and it's probably its closest blood brother is the Vic on a Wednesday night. Or, other- or stockies on a Sunday, yeah, I yeah, think, I used agree. to have a bit of a um, go. Yes. Yeah, or the Vic on a Friday yeah. is more accurate. Uh, but alternatively, the Re is a rock-solid, cheap-as-chips Arvo beer place. Yeah. It, uh, listen, I've never, ever had a Wednesday night at the Re, but I've gotten a beer at the Re at like 2 p.m., and it's really criminally underrated for that. Yeah, I think the Re would have got on the list regardless, but with its iconic nature. Yeah. But I do think it wouldn't have got there alone. It wouldn't have got there alone on having a big, friggin' crazy dance floor that holds a beach party where they get a truckload of sand in and turn it yeah, into a beach, which is an insane thing to do. I think there's they have they've had they have winter parties. There's countless beach planning parties. walls broken every day. Georgie Bills and I went there for like the pajama party. And Were you wearing pajamas? Yeah, well, I think I wore like a onesie. But every, like people got into the pajamas and stuff. So people really get into the themes. Definitely. So I think with having the Wednesday night and the Sunday night for colleges alone, it wouldn't get up. But yeah, you've indicated that if you can get rid of all the bells and whistles, it still does have a very good drink menu, very affordable. I think it ticks the box of what you've said of it does dirty best. Yeah. It's got the carpet upstairs. I remember I went Never to watch upstairs. the Floyd Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight there. That's the other thing. They get event. I mean, they, really any event they get right. The yeah. Re puts on an event. I, I, I've never been, but I reckon they do a great state of origin. Oh, they, they do an awesome state of origin. They yeah. do an awesome, like, I think I have been there for a state of origin. I think you have too. This is why I think. Maybe like the years ago. Yeah. But I think it's in terms of being close to the uni, if we're going to, if we're going to say that the Brunswick puts the local pub at its best, I think, uh, I'm going to say that the re puts youth at its best. It's, it's it can be dirty in college, but yeah, as you said, like as a sports pub, it's really got it um, going it's, it's for actually, it. it. It's a bit of a working class bar. Like well, you, you yeah, go yeah. there during the day, and it's not to sound like a tough, but it's 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 high vis. Yeah, it's knocked off work at three thirty p.m. and I love it. It's it's got a great atmosphere. You're dead close to the river. It's real easy to get to, and you're close to a number of other great facilities. Yeah. I agree. So I think I think it's unreal. Yeah, that that Pacquiao Mayweather night, it was packed in to a degree. You're like, it's crazy to think of it now with COVID. But I mean, I think they break laws constantly. Oh, I don't think regardless that. at the ring. Well, we were upstairs and just like it seemed like every single person there to watch the fight wanted nachos. <laughs> just see, like I don't know. I don't watch. I think it's maybe the only boxing match I've watched in full. Yeah. Don't really get into UFC, and I don't know if there's some sort of tradition I miss where it's fighting nachos. But by God. <laughs> It seemed like not only did everyone want nachos, but by the time the fight was getting exciting, wanted to knock them off the table, like uh, ankle deep in melted cheese and beans. Yuck. And so it was the the stench the stays with me. And I think yeah, they do grind best, is how I'd say it. Yeah, they are like the Stormzy of Brisbane pubs. That, that is it. Should we take a look at the top three, Henry? Let's do it. In, in the name of pubs. Get the whole thing. One more in the name of pubs. The Newmarket Hotel or the Newey. Number three. The greatest suburban pub in Brisbane for mine. It should be the hallmark of what all other suburban pubs follow. You know, the Orderly Arms, the Edinburgh Castle, the Hammer, all these places look to the Newey as the shining beacon of light somehow they're in the middle of a fucking car park in a shopping center across from a golf world and a dominoes and they've still managed to be one of the most iconic pubs in brisbane it, it's up yeah you're right it's up against underdogs 
It's an underdog. It's under a cinema. Yep. There's a Euros shop. Next to a grilled. It really- It's above a grilled. Yeah. And a Zambrero's. It should for all right. You know what kind of pub makes sense where, the, where that is? Is the Paddo. Yes. The Paddo has, we're at a shopping center vibes. Uh, yet the Newey- It should just be a pig and whistle. Dead set. Like at the point, that complex should be a so pig and whistle. But the Newey has not only- Because the Newey has great history. Like the Newey has been there for a hell of a lot longer than that shopping center. They're built around, around it. Yeah, yeah. And the food's great. The drinks are reasonably priced. For, actually, for ages, they had a deal, which, you know, I love beer and- Sea salt chips as much as the next guy. Mm. They had a $10 jug of 4X gold and a big packet of Red Rock chips. Wow. Incredible deal. I think they just had a whole bunch of Red Rock chips that were like near the use by date. We need to fucking get get through these. Um, Best flavor of Red Rock Dilly chip? Oh, sea salt. Honey soy chicken's in the mix. Yeah. I don't like the sour cream and chili one. I like the chili one. I think I think it is honey soy. Honey, I think it's easy yeah, to say honey, honey soy. If I if you told me to go I, out and buy I, chips for a you party, you don't see it much anymore. The lime and black pepper one. <gasps> um, was you a, read my mind? Was, I was a, gonna, that fucked? That's my favorite w- weird flavor. I, I don't think it's super easy to get. Mm. The lime and cracked black pepper. Oh, it's a great chip. Really good chip, and that'd go really well with like a pale. Like I reckon with a yeah, sour. It was very tangy. If you were to have like a yeah. Yeah, like a passion fruit sour. Yeah. Absolutely. And then have a lime and black pepper chip. With nothing, the- nothing beats sea salt for a four X gold. Hundred percent. Got a pair, pair basic with basic. Something a bit heavier, like maybe if you're having a Cooper's, I love a honey soy chip. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's sort of there's a sweetness to it. It's cruel that we're recording this on a weeknight with a bottle of water each in our I hands. Like, really want to go to a pub. And <laughs> we should have, have recorded a this. Of at, jugs we should have recorded this episode at one p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, and, and then just immediately. I am. Yeah. Dinging to go to a brun or a new oh. or something. And I love where we live, but I hate that it's like, oh, you want a beer? Yeah, let's go yeah. to Remy's and get a can of goat. Um, Newey, I think, does distinction between the compartmentalized areas of the pub best. The dining room is sure. very, very nice and has like an ambience about yeah. it. But also it often quite- just has families and kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then- Whereas at the same moment- Same moment, it's got a very good games room. Something that I, Joe and I don't really get on the punt, but no. that's something that I I'm see. Told that. it's good. Good pogies. Really good stand-up scene there. It's it's probably the one sit-down comedy club venue outside of the Pado, like their mainstay yeah. premises, that actually does get a leg up. It's a pretty good stand-up bit. Um, um, it's a brilliant smokers at the Newey. Yeah, it's sort of a, a great. It, their smokers is basically just the outside deck in its own right. It's um, almost a beer garden. In yeah, it's, in it's, it's it, vague shades of the Cox old smokers, but a bit bigger. Yeah. Um. I actually hate how much doing this episode is just making me want to go to a pub. Um, I would I say get in my car and go to the-, the new market is such a good, like to go back to this criterion, such a good 21st spot. Oh, they'll, incredible. they'll put aside so much space yeah. for you. It's great for just any birthday drinks. They'll whack a big balloon up. You'll find your area. I think they have way more space than they let on initially. Oh yeah. And, and I, and I think you they're, and they're pretty don't generous. realize with just how much they can get in there. Yeah. They're really generous. Um, with it. And, and current housemate, Fergus Geary, uh, the new market was always his haunt. Um, I think it's I think it's one of the places you are most guaranteed to go to on any night of the week, Monday to Sunday, yeah. and there will be some level of atmosphere. Because a lot of these places Absolutely. we've mentioned, listen, yeah, if you're going to go- Like Story to the, Bridge Hotel on a Tuesday is probably not- Yeah, there'll be people there. Yeah. We're not saying it's dead, but I think the Newey gets its number three yeah. position on the back of, even on a Monday at 8 p.m., there's a little bit of something We've going on. We've been there on Mondays before. Oh, it's, mate, and there's, great. there's- You're getting a chat with someone. There's two guys watching the horses. Yeah. There's, there's karaoke a, there yeah. all the time. Like, yeah, I, I love the Newey. Yeah, Newey, Newey's excellent for me, and I think you've said that. If like We've been saying location as a virtue in this instance 
its location could and almost should be a drawback. Main road, car park. Hideous location. It gets over that and just knocks it out of the park. You could be sitting and feeling like you're in the most authentic little country town in England yeah. in that pub. And you look out and it's golf world on the main road, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Also, it means if you don't want to take advantage of their food options, you're like, fuck yeah, let's get some sushi. Let's get yeah, sure. grilled. Let's get whatever we want. Actually, that's great. Yeah, you can get a simply grilled and then yeah. just go and back. Beers. Euros. Um, all right. Point We're down end. to the top two. We're at the froth. We're down to the point where once you hear what number two is, I imagine you'll be able to guess number one. But are you ready? Oh, my God. The dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, they're at a pub. Do, 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 do. In, In the name of pubs. Number two, the second best pub in Brisbane is the Regatta. The Regatta Hotel at Tawong coming in at number two. It's certainly the prettiest. It's a it looks amazing. It's stunning. It is. It's security guards are dickheads. Yeah. It's it's absolutely the most picturesque pub. It's food, a delicious restaurant in its own right. The the boat it's shed stand on its own two feet. Yeah, the boat shed's amazing. I think it is the place to go for a twenty first dinner. Yep. I don't know if I don't know if it's the place. Lunch. I don't think it's the place where you have the party. Graduation dinner, twenty first, finish uni for the semester, your parents are yep. taking you out. Um, like even I'd imagine an engagement party. I've never, I haven't, yeah, I'm yet to get engaged. I reckon they do a great bucks. Yeah, a bucks like starting there and doing the dinner. It is. It caters to just, just about every atmosphere. Yeah. There's a great dance floor. There's a great twenty first. It's great for another beer. As Henry and I learned when Henry went to Northern Territory or something for a week, then came back. It's a great place for a beer at like eleven forty a.m. If you need sitting and a great place sitting out on the bitumen there, like on the footpath. People watching. Oh, the people watching. It feels very. And hate to use another city as a compliment, but it really does have what you see in like a Melbourne or a Sydney, it's Sydney. where it's the, very pub, Sydney. the pub spills out into the road and the atmosphere. 100%. Like it dictates the terms. There are cyclists. You have to get off your bike and wiggle your way around people yeah, having 100%. a pint. It's, I think there's a connection to it because of the history. Not only is there the um, the Merle and Ethel yep. um, situation where they chain themselves to the bar, as the Mangroves wrote a song about. Rosalie and Merle. So, Rosalie and Merle, what did I say? <laughs> Who's Ethel? Said Ethel. The oft-forgotten third woman who chained herself to the bar. Ethel. Just a white guy on a podcast. <laughs> misnaming one of the great feminist icons of our city. Rosalie yeah, and Merle. Rosalie and Merle. Also proving I don't know the lyrics to the Mangroves <laughs> yeah, song. Just a, just a whole... Re- <laughs> um, but yeah, to it, use an excuse, we often use, it's late. Uh, it's, it's so iconic. It's... I mean, it's got the Warriors Club. Like, it's got another, which is a bar. I believe I said Merlin Ethel. <laughs> yeah, that Warriors Club. Uh, I don't think technically can be adduced as criteria because it's a bar that it's weird because it's a bar that calls itself it's a, a club. Well, and but is it's in a, a bar pub. inside a pub. Is it just like in the same it way? Really that I guess it's just more of the pub. There's a rum bar at the store at the Breaky Creek Hotel. True. Like, is it? Um, there is just literally anything you could ever need at the Regatta, but it's at number two and not number one. So I'd like to hear Henry. Why is that for you? Why is why is there a drawback to the regatta? So I've got a big one. The the drawback for me is it's almost a victim of its own success in that it's in such a convenient location, it's got such a good reputation, and I think sometimes that in terms of not to be like it's basic now, but it just it's too hard to get into sometimes with lines. Yep, and it, and it can get a little it's, bit. It's under- beyond seven p.m. 
It's really, really hard to get it. I don't there. think it's spacious enough for its popularity in many respects. No. Um, um, it, it doesn't... I don't think it's a great spot for a 21st. No. It, it does not put enough room aside well, the, because it's just the, so the, fucking the popular. furniture layout is a little weird in yeah. that main area. Yeah. Like, it, it feels like, oh, well, there's a... Couch. Like, beanbaggy yeah. style puff thing here. That I I'm, hate the long day bed or beanbag at a pub. Yeah, just recipe for disaster. With well, it's got with those, those huge square tables yeah, where you're yeah. effectively lying down in them. Um, the DJ we've heard from a lot of people isn't an amazing DJ that they yeah. have those weird film clips. They up do on play the closing time. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, um, but I think that's maybe its only drawback is it just gets a little busy. Um, and it no longer has that cool urinal where it's a mirror exactly. where you look like you're peeing on the. Restaurant. My my biggest drawback, I think I think it's lacking a little bit of heart. Little bit of character, little bit of authenticity, and not from the outside. No, but you'd be forgiven in there. It gets everything so technically right that is it a bit corporate? Is it a bit slick? Like mm. I want to see them get something wrong. I can see that. I want to see a roughness around the edges. It's just like someone sat down and thought, right, let's make the most popular pub in Brisbane, and nailed it. But. It's sort of like how people criticise the Arctic Monkeys in that yeah. their early albums had a bit of the Vic about them and yeah. that it was rough and tumble and it maybe yeah. it wasn't all put together so brilliantly. Whereas the pristine, crisp engineering of AM yeah. or their later music, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is still very, very good. But, yeah, I agree. There, you sat there down and you calculated it. Yeah. Whether it got it. And it really just is that central area because when you get off to the sides, yeah. and it, like totally I think the regatta is at its best when you can see the road and you're kind of squeezed in at a table at the, the side. The classic front If bar, you're smack bang yeah. in the centre of the regatta, I think that's where it falls into a little I bit agree. of that, that sanitised trap. Yeah. But with that, shall we look at the number one? Oh, I wonder what it will be. Brisbane's best pub. And for one last time, in, in the, the name, name of pub. The, the Caxton, Caxton Hotel, the Caxton Hotel, the Caco, ding, call ding, it whatever ding, you want. Do, 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 uh, do, do. I don't think this is biased at all, despite the fact that Henry and I lived across the road from it for a year. It just, if you love Brisbane, you're going to love the Caxton. It's dripping with heart. It's dripping with character. It overcomes a pretty... Not a great looking fit out internally. Like they've stripped any sort of iconic Queenslandery pub looking thing. But because it can look like a doctor's waiting room in parts or like a kiosk at a Sunshine Coast strip mall, that's where the character comes in. Caxton makes mistakes. Everything, I love it. Everything that we just criticised the regatta for, yeah. the Caxton gets right. And that's Absolutely. why it's number one. It it has edge. It has yeah, it's, charm. There's still randoms sitting around who might... I mean, Henry and I have been shirt-fronted by randoms at the regatta more times than I can count. One like, time it was Andrew Simons. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, Roy was, Roy was pretty grumpy. Um, <laughs> and, but that's just the thing is it doesn't feel like people are keeping to themselves. That's also part of the problem with the regatta is it feels like I'm here for my function with Jace. Mm. I'm, I'm not div- here for you. I'm divorced. Yeah. Whereas the Caxton is like, brother, we're all the Caxton together. Yeah. Often to a fault. I'm yeah. like, let us be. We're trying to have a beer here. I think even just looking at the list of what we've said, it kind of combines everything yeah, that we've it's the best loved. Of everything. It's still got a local flavor that we loved about the yeah. Brunswick. It's got the edge of the Vic. It's definitely got the iconic nature of a Brecky Creek or a Story yeah. Bridge because it's on the most iconic street in Brisbane. It's, you, it's food punches well above its weight. I wouldn't go the as best, far as the best pepper sauce you can get. Yeah, I wouldn't go as far to say that the Caxton is like strictly good food, but it's 
really cheap and it's so much better than you expect. And the Palmy's huge. Like, I mean, yeah. we haven't, we've, we've probably steered away from, we, I think we go through all these places and say it's a great chicken Palmy. Most pubs are not even getting a mention in this episode unless they nail the chicken Palmy. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, it's sort of, of your, minimum. it's sort of your buy-in. Yeah. But, it, I'm just looking at this. It captures absolutely everything that we love. It's got the sport aspect of the Pineapple Hotel. And this is the thing about it. It, it can be the it can be Brisbane in that after a Broncos game or oh a state God. of origin. When they throw open. The car park opens oh. and there's just tents of 4X and rum and cokes being served. Yeah. You go in that dance floor area. When you're when you're in that dance floor and it's heaving and they've opened and it your up, feet are rooted to the ground because it's stickier than fucking anything. And you could and there's just it's like because of the angles of it in that the stairs are above you yeah. and there's the, it's like you are literally being smothered by your friends. You will see yeah. everyone you know. There's Broncos jerseys or Reds jerseys or whatever the game is. It's on the slope down from the car park, so everyone's kind of bearing down. It's unreal. And, it, and Texans it's, yeah. also the place that you can call up and say, "Hey, I want to have." my 19th birthday there with 80 people, they'll put away that side for you for like literally free mm. and go, yeah, we'll just put three bartenders on. Do you want a bartender? No? Yeah. Oh, that's fine. People can just buy their own. And that order. upstairs area where they put 21st is like Oh, incredible. Yeah, yeah, Benno's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a fantastic night. It was a great night. I just, I just think, yeah, if you like Brisbane pubs, I mean, at the end of the day, if you see a State of Origin match played at Suncorp, yeah, there's only one pub that fucking Sydney commentators know about. Yeah. Like, we, ju- we just heard Magic Round, and anytime I flicked on the TV, all they're talking about is the Caxton. Like, and- I know it's a very Milton-y focused thing, but also the Caxton's a really quick walk from the city. Oh, yeah. Like, as I know, like, it's a 20-minute walk from work for me. Mm. It's it's incredibly convenient. And it's got, like, the eight in the row, eight in a row oh, jerseys just- up on the wall. It's got the wall of legends, yeah. which is pictures of Lockyer and oh. Alfie and just the, the people. It's And, and it's Alfie also- jumps up on bars. Mm. And, and, it's, and it's, again, it's everything we've said. It's a lubricant for the rest of the night. Yeah. Some people go off to Honeybees. Others go to Gambaro's. <laughs> others go down to Dully Co. Or maybe up and, you know, or you go onto the stadium to watch yeah. the game. Or, or you could you- go to the lefties for, like, yeah. a, a more chill one. Yeah, but- it's... It's really got everything. It's the homiest place. I'm going to say this. If you don't like Caxton, you don't like Brisbane. Yeah. It is that simple. You, you don't like Brisbane pubs if you don't like Caxton. You it, might like Brisbane bars and you might like Brisbane clubs, but if you're not going to the Caco and having a great time, you don't like Brisbane pubs. And the staff as well, I would say, are always pretty... Oh, they're incredible. Like that. Actually, shout out for that as well. The Bruns staff... And the Caxtons, I think, are the two kindest and friendliest. And they're the, they're the characters. Yeah. Like they're the ones that they they become a really natural part of your night, as opposed to being like, oh, the, the you know that nice guy who I bought a beer from. And they'll open up. They've got the the little Caxton bottle shop that's connected. Yeah, they'll open the it up dude for who runs you. That's a bloody legend. They'll just run up and open it for you. They sell merch. You can get a Caxton yeah. hotel T shirt and a hat. Like I'm, I'm nuts about the Caxton. Yeah, I don't think I think we're we're preaching to the converted with this Absolutely. podcast for the main. And, uh, uh, and that really brings us to the end of Brisbane's best pubs. But I did want to ask one more question. Yeah. We do it on the show every week, and I wanted to find some way of getting it in, mate. Which pub, and it doesn't have to be one of the ones we've mentioned, it could be any pub in Brisbane, fucks the most? Which pub fucks? Dark Horse. Not really, I just want to get it in. I've seen times where the Norman B has fucked. Okay. They are few and far between, but the Normanby is a rare pub. Normanby not being on this list. Not being on the list. Normanby is a rare pub that when they get it right, 
and there's enough people there so there's a good atmosphere. They've opened up the upstairs. There's a couple bars going. It feels sort of like right now this is the only place that matters for the night, which is a very fucky energy. Because of its kind of weird location between two main roads, having said that, flip side, very cliche, I do think the regatta fucks out of its mind. For me, it's for me, it's the regatta. I think the regatta fucks like an absolute. Oh, I think I think beast. the regatta, based on both the college and the uni aspect of it, based on I'll say it like the older divorcees and divorce like the yeah, men absolutely. and women there who are maybe trying, a bit of a dilf, trying real hard, a bit yeah. of a daddy and a milf energy. And, and flip side, part of that is just the sheer numbers of people who go to the regatta. Obviously, it's going to happen. But yeah, I um, think I think on a on yeah. Saturday night, it's where you're probably as a pub more likely to pick up absolutely than um than anyway so yeah i'd say the regatta while coming in at number two does get the fuck prize but the best pub in brisbane is the caxton hotel and we couldn't be prouder of that fact well it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it kid and that's all we've got time for on brisbane's best pub let us know what you want us to rank in this city next we've done maccas we've done burgers we've done pubs uh, all incredibly unhealthy things to be engaged in. So, we, you know, Brisbane's best gym. Uh, Chia C. <laughs> Brisbane's best gym. We're going to do Brisbane's best gym. <laughs> We're going to do Brisbane's best outdoor free exercise equipment uh, they have in parks. Yeah, like those actually, little... the one uh, in West End, sort of under the uh, go between bridge, is excellent. Okay. I've ridden my bike past it. So Brisbane's best monkey bars is coming up uh, soon. Brisbane's best Charlie's Raw Squeeze smoothies <laughs> uh, coming up soon. But yeah, thanks for. Uh, everyone's suggestions. Um, now I just really want to go to a pub and mm. I'm sure that everyone listening to this episode will want the same. Funnily, after the McDonald's episode, I didn't really want Mackins. After this episode, I'm fucking obsessed with getting a beer. the burger one, I wasn't that keen for oh, burger. If anything, I was more off burgers. I was but, gross. But that's the beauty of the great Brisbane pub. It makes you want to go there. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with a regular podcast suburb. <laughs>